Brooklyn stand up. Brooklyn stand here. Yo, my boy Brooklyn in the house. You feel me? You understand? You know what I'm saying? 86-79 over Boston Celtics. Fourth quarter basketball. Yankees raised 3-3. Knicks play game five tomorrow. And they're going to get the ass waxed. Islanders and Bruins await game three. Um, But James, tell the people how you feel about Michael Tracy. See, normally, I'm, I'm like, I, I like to be the good guy here, but Michael Tracy can go absolutely go fuck all the way off. What? What did tweet, Michael Tracy do? He's saying in a tweet that I that I saw, he's the she's the second ranked um, women's tennis player in the world, and her life earnings are nineteen million seven hundred thirty-three thousand one hundred thirty-two at age twenty-three, but she definitely needs our empathy and help. Okay, first off. And then he goes on to say, for people returning with sex can be a depressing question, but the sign, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to read the whole thing. See, I'm not going to read the whole thing because he's, cause he doesn't deserve that clout. First off, he's a clown. Second of all, it doesn't matter how much money you have or how much success you have. People still deal with mental illness and mental issues. Mental issues does not excuse just because you have rich and money. There are people that still suffer. Like, if you look at Robin Williams... The most one of the most successful actors, you know, part of our childhood, who voiced Aladdin, who did Mrs. Doubtfire, Goodwill Hunting, amazing Robin Williams movies. He too suffered depression. He ended up committing suicide. It doesn't matter how rich. It doesn't matter how much success you have. People suffer from mental illness. Michael Tracy, you are a loser. You are complete shit. And the fact that you even have a Twitter account that's verified is appalling. You should absolutely go fuck all the way off. Because honestly, no one cares what you think. And the fact of the matter is, is that you're sharing something from the from the Los Angeles Times. You know, and I think Los Angeles, they wrote that group because she does need our empathy, our support, because she's 23 years old, you dumb fuck. She just started slacking service her greatness, and you want to poop her because she made a lifetime earnings of 19 million? Shut the fuck up, you stupid, arrogant piece of shit, and I hope your Twitter gets banned so you never, ever have to tweet anything. You're a loser, you're dumb, your opinions are trash, I don't want to hear you tweet any garbage, because everything you just said right now is stupid and appalling, and it's also the worst for people who actually deal with mental illness who may not be as successful as Naomi, but Naomi took the time to realize that she was going through things and needed to step away. And maybe you should respect the fact that she was brave enough to say that she wanted to step away. And she outlined in her statement why she wanted to step away. Because she started feeling depressed during 2018, during the hybrid career, when she beat Serena Williams, and then she started to get all the fame and accolade. Maybe you should respect the fact why she didn't suddenly jump to conclusions because she has money. You stupid fuck. Go fuck yourself, you stupid piece of shit. And I hope you never like anything again, you arrogant fuck. So I guess it's safe to say Michael Tracy is off your Christmas car list. He's on my laminated list. Well, I I actually said it's safe to say that he's off your Christmas car list. He's not. He didn't even make it on the Christmas list. Whoa! So he's naughty for life. For life. From this point forward, he's naughty for life. I don't care what he does. He's naughty for life. 
He's a piece of shit. What if, what if he donates $10 million to charity for the next 20, no. 20, 30 years? No. I don't care. No. He took a stab at something that was something personal. No. I'm sorry. One hitter quitter. He's done. So if Mike, if Michael Tracy was to just give you a whole bunch of money, you would never forgive him? Nope. If Michael Tracy apologizes, what would you look for him to say? Or 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 could nothing he says change your mind about him? There's only, I, there's only there's one thing that would make, maybe not change my mind, but maybe tone down my hatred. He has to, first of all, not only does he have to apologize to me, he needs to apologize to Naomi and actually take the time to understand why people suffer through mental illnesses, even when they are rich and they're successful. So what if Michael Tracy was willing to come on this podcast? Would you would you have a discussion I with would, him? I, I, we, will have, we will have a discussion, but then it will end up, listen, if he wants to come on the podcast and he wants to have a discussion, we will have a discussion, but I promise you I'm not backing down from what I stand. I like that. I said what I said. And if, Mike, if Michael Tracy got a problem with it, come, come, come your ass on the podcast and talk all... Because, listen, don't be a Twitter warrior. Only Twitter warriors tweet stuff and thinking that, you know, it's all well and good. If you're mad enough to tweet that, come to the podcast and say what you tweet, you bitch. Okay. So, he he tweeted something an hour ago. I love how this guy chooses to preface his very nuanced and sensitive discussion of mental health. Fag. Somebody needing help when it comes to their mental health go far beyond how much money they have. Even the most successful people can have can be in dark places and at their lowest points. You have no right to mock Naomi or anyone for that matter about how they feel. Worry about yourself and keep your uneducated opinions to yourself. Think before you bother sending out a tweet again, you piece of shit. Would you agree with what this person DM'd Michael Tracy? 1,000%. Okay. Also an hour ago, two separate homicides took place in southwest Philadelphia last night. Within approximately 15 minutes of one another. Get ready for an extremely violent summer. Oh my god, that's terrible. And he puts a map, it's from 5100 Springfield Avenue, Philadelphia, PA, till 7200 Elmwood Ave, Philadelphia, PA. Now, tweet two hours ago. I've gotten like 300 knucklehead ESPN talk radio hosts attempting to drag me because I've Declined pundits' injunctions to help a massively wealthy celebrity athlete cope with her claimed anxiety to a, in attending press conferences. Sports media really is the dumbest profession. Uh, honestly, Michael Tracy, maybe you should just shut the fuck up. Like, just shut the fuck up. I love that. Like, just shut up. Like, just, just because someone is making money that does not mean that that does not mean like the fact that they can go do 
people suffer in science. People suffer. It doesn't matter. Like, and also, I would argue that the more money you have, the more depression you have. Because some people can't handle that. Some people are not like we need more strong-willed people that don't give up, that don't care about how much you make or whatever. We don't have a lot of strong-willed people. We need more of those. I feel like the, if we have more strong-willed people that don't care how much they make, I think the world would be in a better place. Okay. Sounds good. Um, yes. Tell us, you, you said that you have a Yankee hot take. Yeah, number one, um, I'm trading everybody. Everyone's getting traded. I'm trading Aaron Judge. I can't trade Stanton or Cole because of the contracts, but I'm tr- I'm doing a full fire sell. I'm gonna take a step further. I am getting not. I'm getting rid of Boone and I'm getting rid of Cashman. And before everyone gets mad, here's why: the Yankee team currently constituted is not built to win in October. They'll make the playoffs, sure. They'll, you know. They'll maybe win a round or two, depending on the matchups. But this team is not winning a championship. This team is poorly built. This team is home run and nothing. There's no dynamic players. There's no, like, there. there's no players that, like, they don't have guys that can generate runs on their own. They don't, they don't have baseball guys. I'm trading Aaron Judge now. I'm getting rid of Sanchez whenever I can, even if I got to trade him to a bag of peanuts, you know, Everyone, everyone's going. I'm doing a full fire sell on everybody. Glaver Torres. The only person, the Yankee people, I would probably keep outside of Cole and Stanton because of money. I pro- I would only keep Gio because Gio's actually a pretty good, def- a pretty good defensive player. But everybody else has got to go. I am trading everybody for this year. Full fire sell. I'm going into total rebuild mode. Ooh. Okay. A total rebuild mode. It is time to blow it up. I'm blowing everything up. They um they they mentioned that earlier on Teamcast too. They were talking about do it doing what they did in 2016. Listen, the baby bombers have failed. The baby bombers have failed. We have not reached a World Series with this core. If I'm Garrett Cole and I see that happening, I'm, gonna make, I'm demanding a trade. Request, request I am, trade. I am demanding a trade. I'm like, listen, this is not why I signed here. And John Carl Stanton's pitching for Mike Ford. This is not. This is not why I came here. This is not what I signed up for. So let me go. Yeah, I, honestly, I think I would do that. I think I'll do that. I think it's time. I, I think it's time. It's time. The, the Yankees are not winning a championship. The Yankees are not winning a championship, you know? That is... If you look at the Yankees... Tell me... Tell me why... Tell tell me how this Yankee team is winning a championship. Tell me. What... Like... You, you, you look at the Yankees. They're not even the best team in the American League. And Boston... Look at Boston. Boston was was thought to be, you know, not that good of a team. 
And now look at Boston. They're one of the best teams. They're one of the best teams in the American League. The Rays, we knew that was good. And guess what? The Blue Jays are coming. The Blue Jays are coming. They're not going away. So tell me, how can the Yankees complete it? Like, the Yankees don't have a Vladimir Guerrero Jr. They don't have an Acuna. They don't have a Tatis. Who's the Yankees, like, you know, exciting player? Like, position player, not pitcher. Position player. Who? Judge? Judge can barely stay on the field. Tell me, Nick. Who is the most Yankees exciting player? Who? Who? Which position player? Judge or Shella. Is Judge staying healthy? This year so far. Has Judge staying healthy his entire career except for that rookie season? Well, we, we all know the answer to that, but so far this year, he hasn't got hurt. So. Yeah, and so far this year, he's having a good season. And but of course, standing grounds out. Of course. And tell me, what 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 has the Yankees has the Yankees proven anything that they're the best team in the American League? No. And if the Yankees are not going to win a championship, why keep this core together? It's time listen, I get it. You signed Garrett Cole in the hopes to put you over the top. But you're not doing anything to put you over the top. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Um so if Nets hold on and win tonight, we'll see. We'll see Nets Bucks. You know, do you think that will be the NBA Finals matchup without being the NBA Finals? With, with the status of Joel Embiid's health, I probably would say so. Joel Joel Embiid's health is a problem. And if Joel Embiid is not healthy, then I can totally see the Nets Bucks being a finals match because I don't see any. There is not a team in the West, even with LeBron and AD healthy, that can beat that can beat the Nets. Like because you can play like like, like the Nets. The Nets are just so good. So I think the Bucks will be like the closer to an NBA, you know, um, the closer to an NBA. Finals matchup without that, in my opinion. Now, what would you say if the Nets, even even you know what, even before the Nets Bucks, what would you say if the Suns knock off the Lakers? Are are you already giving the championship to to the Nets? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> I like listen. I, I would I would root for the Suns because I do I do want to see Chris Paul play in an NBA Finals. He deserves it. He, you know he, he should have played the NBA Finals back in 2018 when they were up three two against um against the the Warriors and he got injured and that series just fell apart. But it's over. So man. if 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 the Lakers lose before the finals, you give no other. None. What Western team a chance against the Nets? None. Note. None. That, that like without Jamal Murray, then Denver's not Denver's not winning a championship. Um, Portland, I love Damian Litter. I think Damian Litter is, is becoming one of my favorite players, and I and I would root for Portland because I do love Carmelo Anthony, and I would love him to see him win a championship. But they're, they're not beating the Nets. Um, Dallas, the Dallas ain't 
beating the Nets. And now, and the Clippers, and the Clippers, they are a more balanced team, but they're not beating the Nets. No, no one. James no one Harden just jacks a three, one hundred six ninety one, and it's funny that you mentioned Dame Lillard today. Lamarcus Aldridge was was opening up about his mental health, and he says that he wished he made a better attempt at, at having a relationship with Damian Lillard. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, I respect that. I respect the fact that um, the Marcus Aldridge all that. And I wonder why they didn't have a good relationship in the first place. I kind of want to. Um, I kind of want to know why. That's a, that's a very interesting take. Well, maybe because of what he was going through. Maybe because they were both two superstars at that time. You know, Dame, Dame coming up. The both of them being so young. You know, maybe they couldn't really appreciate each other. Maybe they thought one, the you know, maybe Dame thought LaMarcus was trying to come at him. Maybe LaMarcus thought Dame was trying to come at him. You know, it's, 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 it's just like, it's just like the two Corys. Corey Hammond and Corey Feldman where two of the biggest bad boys in the world, both big two stars, both coming up at the same time. And also, that's that's probably a, one, one of those things that they just couldn't appreciate each other. Could be. It's just, uh, it's just crazy. It's crazy to think that, um, that you're talking about... Um, those two superstars, I guess they have like the egos and whatnot. That's crazy. Um, obvious, obviously, um, I'm going to quick NHL preview presented by Geico. Lightning, you're up 2 nothing against the Hurricanes. That is your NHL preview presented by Geico. <laughs> now, stick, it's funny, it's funny you say that because, um, in the, in, when you're looking at the games right now, the Nuggets are just killing the Blazers 59-39. And the Nets are obviously about to go into the second round, taking care of business. Now, tomorrow, the New York Knicks are on the verge of elimination. Their season has a chance to be over. Clint Capella. Yeah, my man saying, yo, we're going to send y'all bitch asses on vacation, bro. Let's go. Oh, and by the way, Kendra Randall's Instagram on videos, yo... Her little boy got a jump shot. Oh my God! Could this kid shoot? Jesus Christ! Love Caden. Caden Randall's fantastic. Like, you know, um, and it's crazy that you know that 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 the Caden is cool and Ken and and Kendra's a star, but Julius is not a star. He's not showing up in this playoffs. And uh, they responded saying, "I don't." He said, "I don't give a shit what King Capella said." Derrick Rose, I'm 32. I don't got time to respond to him. This is it for the Knicks. The Knicks season is on the line. They lose, they go home. Let's face it. I'm a Knicks fan. I love the New York Knicks. Now, obviously, fans that are not New York Knicks fans will be like, ah, the Knicks, you stink, you lost. <laughs> the Hawks have shooters. The Knicks don't have shooters. The Knicks, as much on the K show, will hard work defense. Like, you know, the Knicks will themselves into 41 wins. And that's fantastic in the regular season. You know, 
The NBA players don't really care about the regular season. The postseason, however, you know, everybody cares. And Trey Young is a star. Trey Young is is just a star. You see Trey Young dropping. So when you in the building tomorrow in that suite in the uh, garden. Are you, oh my God! Are, that's right. Just, I'm giving up your location. James will be wow. in the building tomorrow. So if y'all see him, punch him in the face. But <laughs> wow. will, will you be booing? Will 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 you be booing Trey Young tomorrow? I like to say first off, I, I don't like the fact that you give out my location on recording. I don't like that guy. Don't listen to him. You know, I'm just gonna be with with the rest of y'all. Don't listen to him. So, you want to lie to the people. <laughs> wow, he's going to put me on glass on front street like that. <laughs> um, look, um, I'm, pro- I'm not going to boot Trey Young. Now, as much as I, you know, I, I actually like Trey Young's game. I wish the Knicks would have gotten Trey Young. But, you know, we end up having Kevin Knox, so great. Um, nothing that I would do will affect Trey Young. So Trey Young, you can boo whatever. Now I'm not going to be a, a stupid fan and and throw something like you know directly at him. That's stupid. Uh, so you mean you won't leave the suite just to nope. run on the court or spit on players nope. or nope. throw something at them? What kind of fan are you, bro? Why are you whack for? It? Don't yeah, don't you I know, know right? don't you know like, that's what real fans do? Yeah, man, I got a, I got to popcorn at him. I got to spit at him. I got to throw a water bottle at him. Or, or even worse, I got to go on the, I, I got to go try to tackle him. That's what I got to do. I got to tackle him. That, 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 that's, that's what a real fan does, you know? Hell yeah, you, you, you got to slap that backboard, bro. Yeah, or or, 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 or or even better, I, I, I got to say some racial stuff. So, you know, because that, that's what real fans do say, racial stuff. Or even better, just throw beer at him. That's that, 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 that'll, that'll show what a real fan I am. Also, no. back, back to that too. Len Davis and Kevin Garnett came at Kyrie Irving for stepping on Lucky. That they, they said you're making fun of everyone who ever wore those Celtic colors. So, what do you think at Garnett and Glenn Big Baby Davis for coming to Lucky's defense? Man, I, I don't care if Kyrie did the Millie walk, you know, dance on Lucky, you know, take his pants off and literally take a crap on Lucky. I don't give a damn. When, when If you can drop that many points and do that, Man, you can do whatever the hell you want. It doesn't justify the fact about him getting... See, people get it confused. People people doing what Kyrie did to Lucky, giving him giving rights to have something thrown at him. Nah, listen, they, they, what, they, 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 what Kyrie did was disrespectful? Hell yeah. Of course that was disrespectful. You know, and Kyrie was totally disrespectful stepping on Lucky. You know, and, and yeah, that that's fine. But it doesn't give him the right to get shit thrown at him. Like, no, you don't do that. But again, they're they're missing the point. They're they're trying to deflect what a fan did to throw at Kyrie to oh well because Kyrie stepped on Lucky. That's what. No, 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 no. Kyrie can do whatever the hell he wants. And I'm sorry when you're dropping buckets and winning. 
Man, if you want to teach me how to Dougie on the on, on Lucky, the logo, <laughs> then so be it. I don't care. And also tomorrow, starting tomorrow, will be Luke Gehrig Day across Major League Baseball. So that's uh pretty pretty important. That that's that's really good. Um, hats off to hats off to Major League Baseball. That is that is fantastic. Um, and I think that's that's very 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 important. And and it's crazy because again, um, we talked about we talked about this yesterday about Naomi um, Osaka, and she's getting tremendous support you know from Steph Curry Steph Curry saying you shouldn't have to make a decision like this but so damn impressive taking the higher one powers don't don't be protecting their own major respect you know Steph, Steph Curry reaching out to uh, Serena Williams was asked asked about Naomi and she said um, I feel for her I wish I could give her a hug because I've been in situations you have to let her handle it the best way she she wants to, and the best way she can. You know, you're seeing a lot. You're seeing a lot of people coming out into into her defense, man. You know, in, in, including um, um Bev, Bev, Beverly Wang, who's an Asian female pastor. Because remember, um, Naomi's part Asian. Um, isn't the, isn't it the tennis media that owes their livelihoods to tennis players like Naomi? Naomi Osaka's French. Open talk ban promotes outrage, but no thought of the pressure she faces. You know, and then Alan Biggs agree with this. Naomi's talent and expression is on the court. Tennis correspondents aren't asked to pick up a racket after a write up. It's good for the sport that players communicate non essential. Doing so endangers their health, mental health. Don't force it. So Naomi's getting a lot. Of support, and I think it's cool that athletes and her contemporaries are giving her support. And again, as I said, respect their privacy and stop getting at her just because she's making money. Making money does not fix up what's going on in her mind. Get back the hell off. And I will now. I will say this. This is what I will say. If Naomi comes, if now when Naomi comes back, and she will just me that these questions will be asked. Because it's going to be asked. And you know, I'm going to answer the best way she can. But if this is an on, off again, on, off again, on, off again. Like she comes back and she goes off, come back, come off. Naomi, you're going to have to retire. And the reason I say you're going to have to retire is because when you're in the sports world, part of your job is talking to the media. Because when you talk to the media, you're communicating to your fan base. And that's, that's part of your responsibility. You look at Kyrie Irving trying to, like, say all the media's pawns and puppets. The media, like, your, the media job is relay information to give to the fans. Without the me, without media, there is no podcast like us. We wouldn't have a podcast, a podcast if it wasn't for the athletes talking to the media. So, again, I understand sometimes you don't want to talk to the media. But, hey... It's part of your job. And Naomi, if it's like a, a recurring a theme where it comes off, on, off, gone, your mental health is more important than you should probably retire from tennis and focus more on your mental health. Because I, I don't want you to keep coming on and off again. And it's just and it's just not good for your health. Because part, unfortunately, part of your job is talking to the media. 
And Michael K also said something today on Team Kiss that I really didn't think about. If she can't handle talking to the media, why, why wouldn't her mental health kick in when she's playing in front of 20,000 plus people in big tournaments? And so that's question one for you to answer. And question number two, eventually, because they also mentioned this too, we're going to get to a point where people will see, and, and, and I know this will make you mad, but we'll, we'll get to a point where it will make people use mental health as just a way to get out of media. Because the problem USTA will have with this situation is if they honor her request not to speak to the media, then anyone in their mother will say, I suffer mental illness. I can't talk to the media. Then no one will be talking to the media. So, how do you feel about these two questions? I'm going to answer you. I'm going to go with your second question first. As far as that, using mental illness as an excuse. And this is where and where, where you have to, where it's important to have psychology and actually into the depths of why you have you can't you can't joke with mental illness now it's hard to prove that because i don't think you're gonna be spending all this time trying to prove to like someone if they have a mental illness or not because i think they're just gonna be wasting your time because you have to take everyone's word at face value but i think this is where you need to have more psychology more you know therapists and like you know trying to get to the crux of the problem you know, or try to make a setting where they can fulfill their media obligations while also respecting their mental illness. So I think I think this is where like the USCA needs to really like find a way to like walk a tight rope with mental illness, but at the same time let these athletes fulfill their jobs. So I think this is where therapists, doctors, like people that people that have like that are good at this, you know, talk to these athletes and whatnot and see what's going on so this way like they can fulfill their they can do their jobs you know obviously talk to the media but then obviously respecting their wishes of what's going on in their space so i think that's just my suggestion but if but if they're but if then if there's but if you're seeing that they're using it as a crutch then this is where you're gonna have to um you're gonna have to take swift action and start finding people and whatnot because then you know, like you said, then people are gonna start using it on the crutch and that, that that will make me very angry because I don't like people using mental illness as a crutch to try to like get over people. So I think you're gonna have to start finding at least gonna find a balance where again you see the mental illness and then you're using it as a way where it's uh they're fulfilling the obligation but respecting their privacy. That's 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 the first thing. Now to answer your first question, I think when you're for Naomi, I think when you're on the court, I think for her, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I think for her, I think when she's playing in front of like a good amount of people, I think she's blocking out like the distractions and the noise. So maybe that's how like she's able to get by from I guess that's how and I guess she's probably like finding a way to like distract to like block out the noise but i think that like you know she's just overthinking overthinking that she's just on the course she's playing her game 
But I think that when when the game is over and one night she's dealing with that, I, I think that's where things get different. I think she's also struggles with them. She also mentioned she struggles with public, public speaking ever since 2018. So, again, I think there's a lot of things, but I'm just hopeful that, I'm just hopeful that, um, for, for Naomi, like, you take it seriously, um, just, um, hopefully when she gets better, she'll explain more in detail when she's ready, and then you just go from there. And Brooklyn Nets won, Boston Celtics bye-bye, Brooklyn we here, Brooklyn stand up, Brooklyn let's go. Brooklyn Bucks, second round of the playoffs. Nets about to be the only basketball playing, basketball having team in New York. Let's go. It's all about the Brooklyn Nets, the best basketball team in New York, the only relevant team in New York. Let's go. With three so amazing say, stars. So you're just going to be disrespectful to Liberty. Cool. You're just going to be disrespectful to New York Liberty. Wow. Wow. Anyways. But uh, but no, listen. Brooklyn took care of business. Um, you you don't mess around. You know you you. And Brett Gardner now got a stolen base. Who's in scoring position? As Clint Frazier waits to try to walk it off. Listen, like you don't mess around. You don't mess around. Boston, like Brooklyn, took care of business. Brooklyn's like, listen, we are not messing around. We are not going to, like, you know, let Boston think they have a shot. So, so you know, Brooklyn took care of business. Who's shocked? But, like, Boston got a game because Tim had to drop a 50-piece. Come on, nothing new here. But I will say this. The Bucks are going to give the Nets a lot of problems. Nah, don't, y- don't. Giannis is softer than every New York nicker that ever played I'm in the just, world. Like, you, 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 you want to... You you want to be disrespectful to Giannis? Okay? Giannis is trash, my boy. What has he done? They coming. They coming. They ain't coming for a shit, bro. They are coming. And yeah, we'll leave you guys with Clint Frazier walking. So Yankees will either go to extra innings or they will walk it off. As we'll find out what DJ Lemieux does. But uh, James, any last words from Michael Tracy? Michael Tracy, go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. I hope you deactivate your Twitter, and I hope you, I hope someone hits you with a dose of reality that just because you got, just because you're rich and you're wealthy doesn't mean you don't got issues. And by the way, I hope, I pray you come on the podcast, and I hope you listen. You probably won't listen, but if you do, I hope you come on the podcast and you come on and keep that same energy you talk on Twitter. Say that shit on the podcast. Okay, we'll find out.